KCMQ Morning Shag Best of Podcast brought to you by State Tech. When you choose State Tech, you are choosing the number one two-year college in the country, and you know that you'll be ready for your career. State Tech graduates make 10% more on average than Missouri regional four-year schools. And with more than 30 degree and certificate programs, you can be whatever you want to be. From the classroom to your career, State Tech is the employer's choice. Learn more at statetechmo.edu. The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag Podcast. Listen live weekdays starting at 5.30 a.m. Only on 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com. The fiancé and I spent the weekend down in Branson for the Missouri State Archery Tournament, or MONASP. We've talked about it quite a bit on this show, just about how that program is so amazing and so inclusive and how anyone of all shapes and colors and talents can be a part of this and be successful at it. Yeah, it's not uncommon that like a fourth grader will be in direct competition with like a senior in high school and the fourth grader can win. Kick their butts. Yeah, it's awesome. Got to give a shout out to the Missouri Conservation Heritage Foundation for putting on the event, as well as the Missouri Department of Conservation for helping get, get in schools and sending all the volunteers down there. It was so, so much fun. We really enjoyed ourselves. Got to explore the Branson area a little bit. You can see all the pictures on our Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag. But the, the funniest, the funniest thing that happened was, a. Uh, some miscommunication, a misunderstanding in an elevator ride. And I learned oh. a very valuable lesson. Did somebody somebody toot? No, I wish. I feel like it was a little oh. bit worse. It would have been better if it was a toot in the elevator. <laughs> so we got on to go down from our sixth level down to the lobby. And when we got on, it was making a very strange noise, kind of like an alarm bellish type of... It wasn't like a... But it was a... It was something similar. And you still got on the elevator? Well, there was people in there, so I didn't notice until I got on it. And I'm looking around like, what is that sound? This is alarming. And And you didn't get off the elevator? It was too late. The door's closed. (laughs) Dear God. But then I looked down on the board, and the emergency button had been pushed, and there was a red light. Like, they were waiting for the person to call or to call us back. I don't know how that works. So the fiancé even pushed the cancel call button. Mm -hmm. A couple of times. Did not help. So we got off. I see some some people I know from the Missouri Department of Conservation. They're getting on. And I'm like, hey, guys, just so you know, the emergency phone button's been pushed. We didn't do it. And as the doors are closing, I looked at the fiancé and I go, that made it sound like I pushed the button, didn't it? And she goes, oh, yeah, they all think you pushed the button now. Well, I mean, to be fair... To be fair... It's you. Whether you said something or not, they were probably going to blame it on you. (laughs) I feel like in those situations, like there could have been like a pile of poo in the corner. And I'd be like, okay, guys, listen, I know you're going to go in. You're going to see this. It's going to, it looks like human. It looks like it could be mine. But I promise I didn't poop in the elevator. And be like, oh man, he totally pooped in the elevator. Why would he make such a big deal about it if he hadn't done it? He argued so hard against it. He obviously did it. So I promise you, I didn't poop in the elevator and I didn't push the emergency call button. Are you now the Branson elevator pooper? If I'm the Montgomery City Bank pooper, are you the Branson elevator pooper? See, that was an analogy. I'd be more of the Branson emergency contact button pusher pusher. or something. Yes. That doesn't have the same ring to it. That sucks. 
moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. There's no such thing as a queen cobra. Female snakes are also king cobras. Imitation crab is seafood hot dogs. <laughs> Shower thoughts <laughs> with Lee's Tire Company. If it's rounded rubber, Lee sells it. Lee'sTireCompany.com. Trevor did something this weekend I did not know was humanly possible, and that's tailgating in St. Louis. <laughs> Now, yeah, yes, I possible. imagine you guys all huddled up around each other in a parking garage somewhere, just sucking on each other's tailpipes. It's not no. Uh, we, we we went for the St. Louis Battlehawks game, and there was a parking lot just north of the stadium that that, that everyone was in, and it was a huge parking lot, whole bunch of different tailgaters. It, it, it was great. Now, did they have to knock down one of the abandoned buildings to make room <laughs> okay, for you guys right. to tailgate? Well, I've um, never seen massive parking lots in downtown St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, there, you know, there's a few, not many, but yeah, there's a few. And uh, it, it was interesting because, you know, depending on where you looked, it was really beautiful. Like the Gateway Arch was was there. And it was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And then if you looked the other way, yes, there was a completely dilapidated building that looked like it was hanging on by a brick. So <laughs> in one direction, beauty. In the other direction, someone will stab you in the back for your hot dog. Yes, yes. St. Uh, Louis. That should be that should be their tagline. <laughs> Welcome to St. Louis. Beauty on one side, violent hot dog attacks on the other. That seems a little seems a little long, but uh, but 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 yeah, I I, I see what you're doing. You know what was weird? There was a tailgating was, in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that one of the different groups that was there. They, I mean, there were porta potties around the parking lot, of course, as, as there are. But there was one group of tailgaters that they had a porta potty. That was theirs. It was private. Nice. And and I mean it, it wasn't. I mean it looked like a porta potty. So like you 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 could see it from our <laughs> our spot. I, I say that to say one of our friends went over to use the porta potty and they and they got turned away. It was like no 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 no. This is our porta potty. We paid for it. It's private. You need to go find another one. And and they and they just left. And and I was like that is so strange because like in theory that sounds great, right? You have your own porta potty, your private porta potty. That's great. But then I feel like the entire time, that's all that they were doing is telling people, you can't use our porta potty, go away. And then you're, you're those guys. Hell yeah, you're those guys. That's a, that's a crazy good flex. Are you <laughs> kidding me? We poo and, we poo and pee in private, man. Right? That's but a he, triple P's. Here, here was the other thing that I, I was curious about. You know, it looked like every other porta potty that was there. Did they really pay for that porta potty or did they just claim it? And say no, this is our porta potty. It's private. You can't use it. That's an even stronger flex. <laughs> that would be the, the shags is very strong in them. Or they just showed up early and grabbed one and drug it over to and where they were going to tailgate. <laughs> I feel like we would have seen that. It was a gravel parking lot. I feel like we would have seen that in the gravel. Of course it was. St. Louis has a gravel parking lot. That's, that, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Okay. That's exactly what you battle hawks deserve as a gravel parking lot. What the Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. Today is the first day of spring and the signs are everywhere. Like you finally getting a break from your crazy uncle ranting about how the blizzards prove global warming isn't real. 
Today is the first day of spring, and the signs, they are everywhere. Target has started putting out their Christmas displays. <laughs> and finally, today is the first day of spring, and the signs are everywhere. Spring means baseball. Baseball means you have something to help you get to sleep now. The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag with Shags and Trevor podcast. Trevor, did you hear about the guy who got caught stealing a calendar? He got 12 months. Oh. Yeah, you can grow it if you want. You can grow it if you want. But, dude, dad jokes like that are actually good for kids. They're good for kids. Mm-hmm. In what way? Well, because they teach kids about uh, being embarrassed. It helps their development. And here at the Morning Shag, that's what we do. We are all about... <laughs> Childhood development. No, that is not what we're Family about. friendly fun. That is not, no, that's not us. That's... And improving the minds of the youth. I don't, I don't think that's what we're about necessarily. No. Why? Just because you hate kids? I would hate kids. What, what, you love kids? I love every single one of them. That's, that's... Okay, that sounded super creepy. Okay, all right. That's, okay, okay that's... I hate them less than Trevor hates them. That's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I do not hate kids goodness there's a new study that says dad jokes actually have a positive effect on children's development researchers say that when fathers embarrass their kids with unfunny jokes it teaches them how to overcome awkwardness okay i i I could see that right put them in an awkward situation and they have to manage their way through it they have to deal with it when future awkward situations come up they have practice in dealing with it that makes a lot of sense but there are there is a limit when I was a child, when I was still in grade school, I had all my classmates home to my house for my birthday, and my dad put peanuts in my underwear and then put me over his lap and let all the kids paddle me to where it made crunching noises, and everyone laughed, and it scarred not only my heart, but also my butt. <laughs> That's, uh, yes. My cheeks still yes. have peanut shells embedded in them. That's very... uh it's also very interesting. You'd think that kind of would uh, turn you away from peanuts, but I've seen you eat peanuts before. I know, and out of underwear. I just can't. That, I, it's, um, it's a weird fetish oh, now. It's very is, strange. Okay. No, no, that is, I've not seen that. Okay. So, Trevor, we have to continue with the dad jokes so we can help children develop properly. <laughs> it's our duty. Oh, <laughs> is, don't. Okay, really? Really? So, Trevor, your mom asked me, if you kids were spoiled, and I had to tell her, no, I think most kids just smell that way. That oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, all right. How about uh, I accidentally took my cat's meds last night. Don't ask me now. Okay. 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 I had a friend that was showing me his tool shed and pointed to a ladder. He goes, "That's my step ladder." He said, "I never knew my real ladder." Went out for a pack of smokes. Never came back. Uh. I named my dog Six Miles. That way I can tell everybody I walked six miles today. <laughs> I like that one. How about this one, Trevor? I only seem to get sick on the weekdays. I must have a weakened immune system. That's just you. Yeah, you only <laughs> seem to get sick on the weekdays. Yeah. Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. There's no such thing as a queen cobra. Female snakes are also king cobras. 
Imitation crab is seafood hot dogs. <laughs> Shower thoughts <laughs> with the least tired company. If it's rounded rubber, we sells it. LeastTiredCompany.com. If there's one thing we love to do as humans on this planet is overshare. Especially you throw in some social media and oh boy, <laughs> we love to overshare online. Oh, it's, it's, it's our, forget baseball. This is America's pastime. So what's the top thing people overshare on social media? A new poll looked into it. And I mean, the number one answer on the board is not going to surprise you, but the rest are super interesting. Like number seven on this list is your sex life. What? People, according to this poll, people are oversharing their sex life on social media. What friends do they have? Like, my friends aren't doing that. I'm not seeing that. Well, I've met your friends. They're not having sex, Trevor. It's fine. Okay, hang on. That was... (laughs) My best friend just had a baby. (laughs) Goodness. Uh, Yeah, and they did nothing but post pictures about it. (laughs) We get it. You banged. Congratulations! Is that, is that posting about your sex life? Is your is posting about your new baby? <laughs> well, number four on the list was kids, so maybe it's a combination of both. Okay, that, yeah, that makes yeah, that makes sense. There you go. We okay. get it. You got kids. You got the kids. You, Good on you. You did it. Congratulations! And I mean, are these kids signing waivers? Are they releasing their image and their likeness? <laughs> no, probably not. No, I don't think they. Uh, maybe you should start. Wow. All right. Find a little strange. Do we even know those are your kids? Do you even know that your parents are your parents? That's a good point. I do not know that for a fact. <laughs> there are actually rumors in town that they stole me from someone. Wow. Okay. That. Um, I wouldn't what? put. I wouldn't put it past Larry and Connie. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. Couple of criminals. <laughs> Don't. No. No. <laughs> they are good people. At least my mom is number three on this list. <laughs> okay. Bodily functions. Who out there is showing their pee-pee in the potty? Who Whoa. is dropping poo-poo pics on social media? Yeah, no, I have I have no idea. That seems I mean I guess like I I'll see <laughs> I'll see injuries on social media quite a bit. Uh this is more about bathroom habits. But but specifically bathroom habits. Yeah, I've never seen anybody post about their bathroom habits. Number two of the things we like to overshare the most on social media, mundane daily life, like photos oh. of food or anything else that's unremarkable. I have said that for decades now of I don't care to see a picture of your dinner on Facebook. But let's be honest. The majority of the people out there live unremarkable lives. All they have to share is the mundane. They bring nothing to the social media table. It's all they got. How are you going to be overcritical? You can't be critical of that. That that seemed to be very mean. Just mean. Hey, I'm team mundane. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You're here for it? I'm I'm here. Post all your boring-ass photos. You make me feel better about my life. Do it. And finally, the number one answer on the board, the people, the thing we overshare the most online are political views. No one is shocked. Thank God. I can't tell you how many times you have changed my mind (laughs) by reading one of your political rants. (laughs) What the? What the? What the? What the? 
time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. A great white shark was caught off the Alabama coast. Locals couldn't stop staring at it because it had all of its teeth. Don't do that. Come on. They've never seen anything like Don't, it before. No. All right. Most Americans think people post way too much on social media, and I agree. In fact, you can read all about it on my Twitter. Or check out what I did this past weekend on our Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag. And finally, a container of radioactive material is missing in Thailand. This is why I never check my luggage on Southwest. The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag with Shags and Trevor podcast. Plenty of people are good at what they do. But how do you become great? A professor at Harvard says being great at collaboration is the number one skill companies want that very few of us have. Collaboration. You got to get on the collabs, man. And <laughs> work on them collabs. So collaborating at work means bringing people together to solve problems. Learn something new. Employees who are good at it tend to produce better results and get promoted faster. Oh, oh, there you go. So, Trevor, I know what you're thinking. Well, how do I get better at it? That's <laughs> and you're in luck because I'm an expert at the collabs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Experts. That's all I do is collab, baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> day and night. It sounds like a like a, like a thing you have to do at the gym. That's gonna wipe you out. Like after after like three sets, twenty four seven. All about the collabs. Yeah, yeah. Number one, Trevor, you have to be able to ask for help. Just because you're tasked with a project doesn't mean you have to do it all on your own. Yeah, yeah, because you ask for help all the time. And then I walk away. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's, you see, yeah, you're, you're, you're not asking for help as much as you're asking for somebody to do your work for you. That's not necessarily true or a nice thing for you to say i'm well, very I mean, polite i'm just, I'm just I, calling what i see hey can you help me with this and then they start doing it i'm like that's great work thank you and then, then i leave and then you leave yeah couldn't they do it all you need to acknowledge pe- people's efforts and show appreciation you gotta let go of the me first mentality and focus on the team trevor yeah uh, the, the me first mentality is also known as the shags mentality I mean, I just mentioned it. They come over, they help with the project, I acknowledge how great they, they are, how much I appreciate them doing it, and then I leave. And then you walk away. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm collabing all over you oh, right man. now. That's I mean, <laughs> You just got collabed. <laughs> and finally, it's very important to be an inclusive leader. Someone, too, someone who's younger or older or from a different background might have a different way of solving things. Yes, that, that is true. I, I love this idea. Oh, really? Anybody who thinks they can solve it better than I am, do it. Please, <laughs> take it. Go. Take it. Just... Run for It's yours now. Congratulations. Make us yeah. all proud. Right. Yet another way for you to uh, just quote-unquote, delegate your work first to somebody else. I'm telling you, man, I got it. You get, yeah. You want oh, yeah. some collaboration, I'll collab all over you all day long. The collab king. Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's top of the hour shower thoughts. Your stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed. 
Doing everything in moderation requires a lot of moderation. Shower thoughts with Lease Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lease sells it. LeaseTireCompany.com. There is no better rush away with stealing a few pins and post-its from work. Wait, no, hang on. That's not. Yeah. That, that's not okay. That you get is. home, you empty your pockets, you look at your score, you're like, yes, I did it. Uh, allegedly, he's not. He doesn't know. Oh, man, chasing that dragon every day. But what, what if we could get an even better buzz by stealing silverware? <gasps> huh? Silverware. Apparently, that's a new issue at the office because there's a lot more offices around the country trying to go green. Okay. And they're no longer buying plastic utensils in bulk. Sure. So they're bringing in actual silverware for people to use in the break room to have lunches and snacks and just to be able to have the eateries. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every now and again, you need a fork, you need a spoon, you need one of those terrible plastic knives. Yes. You got to have the fine china. (laughs) Yes. But in a recent poll, 60% of workers said their companies have made efforts to go green. And a lot of these offices are no longer, they're, they're, they're shocked. I just read that. I just said that part. Stroke. It means that all real silverware is getting used and not getting returned. And when it doesn't get returned, it's a slippery slope, Trevor. Because now, say you have your delicious little lunch, your silly assortment of meats and cheeses. Yes. And you go in to get some silverware and there isn't a fork you need. So next time you go in and there actually is a fork, guess what? You're not putting that fork back. Oh, yeah. You're swiping it. Yeah, you're going to keep it at your desk. Yeah, makes total sense. That's my fork now. Yeah, I, I I get that. I mean, you know, the responsible thing would be to bring a fork from home and keep it in your desk. What? As your fork, you know, you just have it there. That would be the responsible thing to do. I'm not bringing my fancy cutlery. Cutlery? Cutlery. Cutlery? Cutlery. I kind of like cultry better. You would like cultry better, yeah, because you, you like cults. Um, regardless... <laughs> Yes, bring it from home, and now you have it. You know, I mean, the only other thing is, like, you know, like, I mean, we we at work here, we we get cups for water, like water cups, water bottles. And I know all the companies do that. Maybe that's part of the sign-on package is everybody gets silverware now. Everybody gets, or you have silverware put in, like, the supply room, the supply closet. So when you go to get your pens and your post-its, you go, oh, I need need a spoon this quarter. Yeah, I'm going to take this spoon. Well, that's what's going to happen is it's going to get ruined. Because people stealing the silverware, so now you're going to have to check it out with HR. Like, hey, oh, right. where's the sign-up sheet for a spork? Can I get, <laughs> can I get some culture over here? The, the cult, the culture. Yes, that. <laughs> I kind of feel bad, so I'm going to go put all the silverware back. Uh, uh, allegedly. Uh, what the? What the? What the? F- ah, what the f- Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. The new CEO of Starbucks is a certified barista. And to prove as much, his introductory email, he misspelled every single one of his employees' names. <laughs> Bonafide. Shaquille O'Neal has had hip surgery. Doctors say that he'll be down for a little while, but he'll be back in every single TV commercial before you know it. And finally, Nikki Six thinks alcohol should be illegal. I feel like he doesn't realize how few people would still listen to Motley Crue without it. <laughs> 
Follow Shags and Trevor on their Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag and KCMQ.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the KCMQ Morning Shag podcast. The big man, Shaquille O'Neal, the big Aristotle, Shaq Fu, Shaq Daddy, Mayor McShaq. He's coming to Bush Stadium, man. That's uh, that's what I hear. Yes, yes. Big Chicken is opening up in Bush Stadium. It will be available on opening day, March 30th. But Trevor did some uh, deep diving, some digging, some investigative journalism, finding I, I mean, out that the Big Chicken stand is going to be there all year long. I just read the article. You read the, the headline. I, I actually read the article. This new location... Is going to feature a unique item tailored to St. Louis named the 314. They've partnered with a local donut shop, Vincent Van Donut. And the sandwich will include the brand's Nashville hot crispy chicken with the shack sauce and be served on a cardinal red maple bacon donut. Huh. Yikes. Would you eat that? No, no. I'm not a big fan of using donuts as buns for anything. I like a donut. I I like some hot chicken. I don't want them together. Call me a donut purist or a hot chicken purist. Yeah, I don't don't, don't want a whole bunch of stuff paired with that. So this is Big Chicken's second location in Missouri. The other is at the Kansas City International Airport. Yes, which we talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago. Dude, and I got to give old Shaq Fu credit. It's so impressive. Why would you want to come and put a brick-and-mortar store in Missouri, where you could put a little pop-up in like the most expensive places ever. So instead of having a $3 chicken sandwich, you now have a $13 chicken sandwich uh, at the airport and at Bush Stadium. There you go. Uh, yeah, there is there is that. Um, I'm just looking forward to all the times now that we can play the Shack jingle. Don't do it. The Chicken Empire is here! Bark, bark! Bark, bark! That was his legitimate commercial. Yes. It's awesome. It was so good, I stole it to create the Morning Shag theme song. That's not, no. When you're hungry and, and you're gonna be late, you want your chicken from a guy six foot eight. It's Shags! The Morning Shag is here! Cluck, cluck! Cluck, cluck! But of course, if you're familiar with the show, you know that Trevor took me to HR. I did not. He threatened lawsuits. I did not. There was some mediation. So now I am legally obligated to play Trevor's if I play mine. When you're hungry, you don't know what to do. You want your chicken from a guy. Six foot two. It's Trevor's chicken and ketchup. I'm six one. Not when you have high heels on, buddy. All, all I said was your version can't be the theme song of the show because it doesn't include my name. I was in the meetings, Trevor. I know exactly what you said. Yes. Okay. And you got your way. I don't know I why you not, still complain. There were no meetings. There were no you meetings. Got, you got your way. We okay. played yours. It's fantastic. Good job. I can't wait to go to Bush Stadium now. I got to get me some big chicken shack. Now? Like, were you not going to go to Bush Stadium at all this year? Well, now I got. Now I'm really excited to go. <laughs> Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. 
A spacewalk suit is perfectly fine as a dive suit. The opposite is not true. They should let everyone on hold with customer service talk to one another. That'd be nice. Better than that music. Shower thoughts with Lee's Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lee's sells it. Lee'sTireCompany.com. The lawyers are forcing me to give you a disclaimer. This conversation is going to have very disturbing topics. It may not be suitable for all ages. Oh. Mature audiences only. Oh, wow. Uh, All right. Because we're talking about long-distance running. (laughs) Marathons, man. That's that's appropriate for all audiences. That's fine. All right. Keep that in mind. The headline reads... Woman pooped her pants during marathon and ran with it in her shorts. Wait, okay, hang on. No, you you buried the disgusting lead. You buried it. What are you talking about? I told you we were going to talk about marathons. <laughs> Not all marathons include that. Have you, Is there anything in your life that you'd be willing to poop your pants just to keep doing? <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 not intentionally. So the story is wild to me. She's generally, she runs all the time. This is not her first time. And she says her bowels are on a timer. She's very good at uh, cleaning them out before any races. Wow. But for some reason, halfway through, 13 miles in to a 26-mile race, she knew she had to go to the bathroom. She oh realized, uh-oh, spaghettio. <laughs> but she didn't want to lose any physical or mental momentum by stopping Ugh, of course not. Why would I want to do that? So she, this was her quote. I thought, I don't know if it's possible to poop while running, but I'll try. <laughs> I didn't want one poop to mess it all up because she was on a PR run. Personal record. Oh, personal right. best. Yes. A PB. Don't do that. Turned into a BM. That, Okay. So without stopping, she relieved herself into her built-in underwear in her shorts and continued on her way. Keep in mind as well, halfway, that means she was running with the extra cargo for approximately 13 miles. And not once thought to try to shake it out. That Oh, come on. No. For somebody else to, like, run through and step in? No. Oh. <laughs> That's disgusting. She maintained a PR pace with the soiled shorts for roughly 13 more miles, man. Yeah. Now that's gross. That is gross. And then as soon as she crossed the finish line, she yelled, I pooped my pants. That's, <laughs> I don't think you should yell that. That seems wrong. And there's no context in here, so I don't know if that was like a joyous, like, look what I did, or like a very unsettled, like, oh, I pooped my pants. I I mean, I I hope the latter. I hope. My gosh. Okay. Well. And she didn't even place. But she she got her her personal best. She did that, right? Yeah, personal best with a poopy pant? I don't know if that's worth it. I I get on the podium with a little gold medal or whatever you get for running marathons. Then I'm like, okay. Wait, so if you win with after pooping your pants halfway through the marathon, you win the whole thing in your mind, you now that's worth it. That that that's all good. I'd poop my pants for a gold medal, yes. I I, I feel like you haven't exactly won if that's if that's the case. <laughs> what the What the, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the
Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. A German brewery has created powdered beer. Just add it to a Bud Light to make beer. <laughs> Don't do that. No. No. Delicious. The creator of ChatGPT is worried it will disrupt the society. Things will be fine, responded his new boss, ChatGPT. And finally, HBO is developing a drama about Hollywood Madame Heidi Fleiss. You think Charlie Sheen will play himself? (laughs) The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag Podcast. Listen live weekdays starting at 5.30 a.m. Only on 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com. Some of you pet people, and when I say some of you, I mean all of you, are a little wacky. Okay. Obsessed. How obsessed are you with your pets? Enough that almost half are thinking about getting a tattoo of their pet. Really? Yeah, a new study found that a quarter are considering getting a tattoo of their current pet, while the other quarter already have a plan to get one. Oh. Wow. And that's not including the 16% that go, oh, I already got one. No, 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 it's fine, man. I got one already. Well, good. Ready to go. So what kind of pet tattoos are you getting? I mean... Lower back. That what? <laughs> little puppy. No. That says, who's a good boy? That, no, that's... <laughs> huh? Tramp stamp with who's a good boy? That seems... That seems... That no. seems very problematic and uh, hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that, the second part for sure. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I... I, I think it's 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 fine. I mean, I don't know if you, if you're into tattoos and, and and you're into your pets getting a a pet tattoo, it's all good. I don't see a huge issue with that. Well, because your wife's covered in tattoos. Does she have any pet tattoos? I know she's she got animal not. tattoos. She has uh, several animal tattoos. Yes, but none of uh, none of our pets. Oh, she hates them then. That's well, no, she definitely doesn't hate them. No, she 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 probably loves them more than she loves me. If I'm being honest. Well, that makes sense. And she also doesn't have a tattoo of me or anything that is uh, representative of me. So how insane are pet people? 60% of pet owners believe their pet has what it takes to become a viral sensation. <laughs> and one in three mm. have dedicated social media accounts strictly for their pets. Of course they do. Of course they do. This people is, have uh... lost your bleep in minds. Yeah, well, yes, I would uh I would agree, you know, you, you, you love them and you see the cuteness in them and, and that's all, that's all great, you know, and, and not to say that others can't see the cuteness, but like, let's not blow this out of proportion. And most, nearly 70% believe that compared to other pet owners, they are more obsessed with their pet than anybody else can be. Wow. Oh, you, you love your dog. You don't even know what love is. <laughs> That's a that's a weird one to be competitive about, of like overly obsessive about their pets. I'm way more overly obsessive than you. And on average, pet owners believe that over a third of their conversations always end up being about their pets. That 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 would be exhausting. How truly. how boring is your life? Come on, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> the older I've gotten, the more I realized how much I've enjoyed not having children. And honestly, not having a pet. Really? They're exhausting. What about the hermit crab? Nah, he's, he hermited himself to the, the big shell upstairs. The big shell in the sky? Yeah. <laughs>
That sounds weird. But you're not going to get a tattoo of the hermit crab? You don't want to no, get a tattoo of the hermit no, crab? No, that will be a hard pass. What about a, what about a tramp stamp? You know, lower back tattoo. Who's a good boy? That's <laughs> <laughs> Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's top of the hour shower thoughts. In reality, Captain Underpants wouldn't last five minutes before getting arrested for public indecency. When you get married, you start having sex with a family member. That's why I just stay engaged. I'm not a pervert like a lot of you. Why? <laughs> what? What? Shower thoughts <laughs> with Lee's Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lee sells it. LeeStireCompany.com. Most parents are cowards. <laughs> they won't tell you who their favorite child is. They refuse to do it. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know if that makes them cowardly. Goodness. Even though, but we know that they have one. I mean, so I, I would think so, yeah. It could be the oldest, could be the youngest. I mean, we know for a fact it won't be the middle. Don't, why? Don't do that. Because they're the middle. <laughs> don't. Oh, my God. But now there's a sneaky new way to get it out of them. It's called password child. Over the past few months, there's been a trend online where kids are logging out of streaming services at home, let's say Netflix, and then asking their parents for the password. Mm -hmm. And if one of the kids' names is the password, they're determined as the favorite, you're the password child. Oh, interesting. The favorite gets the password. Okay. And there's been some fun responses. One person said, I'm an only child, and I'm not even the password child. (laughs) Another, my sister's the password child, but I'm the one who they come to when they forget the password. Oh, tough. That's tough. I really enjoyed one person that said threw, threw their whole family into chaos when they realized the password was the adopted one. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. That's some parents who, who caught onto that trend early and was like, oh, we gotta, we, we, we can, we can have a fun one with here. We can do this. Now I know I'm my mom's favorite, but my dad's least. <laughs> That's balance. That's good. Yeah. So I feel like we're all equal then, because then I'm right there in the middle with everybody else. Right, right. But so, okay, but like if, if you're Connie's favorite, but you're not Larry's favorite, I mean, how do they decide on, on group kind of passwords like that? I mean, it can't be you. You know what I just realized? Since I have email, I'm my parents' IT guy. I have to <laughs> fix all their electronics when I'm home. That makes sense, yes. My brother. Is the password child? Oh, is he now? Really? (laughs) Thanks for listening to the best of the KCMQ Morning Shag podcast. Uh, Oh my God, are you crazy? Hear more from Shags and Trevor weekday mornings on Classic Rock 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com.